0: Are you ready to learn more about promoting play, defending childhood, empowering caregivers? Save 10% on professional development at explorationsearlylearning.com and support the show with the coupon code OOL. Click the link in the show notes to browse upcoming trainings. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Out of Line. I'm Annie Friday and today I'm here with LaToya Nelson. Hi, LaToya. how are you? I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Hey, LaToya.
0: Happy back to school season. Yes, it is. (laughs) All right. Well, actually, I probably should say to you, happy not back to school season.
1: Not at all. (laughs) Not traditional school anyway
0: this is your and first year, right?
1: It has. Yes, it feels so different, but in a good way.
0: Good. Tell me about that. Like, so last year, you were in a
1: charter school? I was in public school, K-5, through five, school. Um, okay. special ed classroom. Um, and this year, I am running a micro school or should I say pod I gotta be careful with my language <laughs> um, but running a homeschooling pod and it has been an adventure it, mm-hmm. it has <laughs> and it's called the attuned community yes okay um
0: gosh, where can we go? Where should we go? How does it feel different this year? Going back to, are you in session in group learning session? Together?
1: We are, okay. we are in sessions. We started August the seventh, Um, okay. and so we are about to hit our one month mark. We just are about to end week four. Um, and so week it four. Has, I know it's so exciting. It has everything happened so quickly. It feels good. Um, You know, there are still things I am constantly unlearning um, about, like, retraining my brain, like, we are not in school. We don't have to do those things. We can take our time. We can deviate away from those things. So those are the parts that are so different um, and so freeing when I accept them. Um, and so mm-hmm. it, it's just been exciting to just be able to watch them grow and see how much all of them have changed in such a short period of time. I love that. What
0: did, um, back to school season used to look like for you? Like, did you have, did you have like the back to school scaries? It's like people asked yes. me about it when I was a teacher and I would try to say, it's like having the Sunday scaries on steroids. Cause you've had this like mm-hmm. month long, break where you actually kind of are just um decompressing like it takes that Mm -hmm. much time to decompress from a school year sometimes depending on what happened um but then yeah it's like this like clenching like anxiety of like oh my gosh it's coming what's life gonna look like next week is that how you approached that is
1: really how I felt and it was so odd for me because I was doing so much at once you know I had a I had a very traumatic year last year. Like, I would even say I've got a little bit of PTSD um, from my school year last year. And I had to remind myself that I'm not exaggerating because it really was that bad um, the things that I dealt with and that I'm still kind of anxious about, um, even like unfolding, even though I'm not in that setting anymore. Um, even me transitioning out, you know, making sure I did things the right way so that I got away from my contract, those things kind of followed me into my summer. Um, and mm-hmm. so I was dealing with that while simultaneously trying to get off the ground, um, making sure that I had, you know, the funding to get off the ground, making sure that I was able to recruit families and not just recruit families for money, but, um, making sure it was a good fit for them and for myself, um, and so, finding the right person um, to support me in that, even you know, so your founding teachers, your founding students, um, and we don't use the term teacher, but you know, for those mm-hmm. who are listening who might not know, you know, you use the term guide or coach, um, but finding that right partner, that kind of it. And so, I was just navigating all of that while, like you said, trying to decompress from all the heaviness um, of the school year. So going back definitely, or not going back was like a weird wash of emotions. It felt um, conflicting in some ways. Um, I had a lot of guilt. um, Mm -hmm. And we know that teachers can feel a lot of guilt because I did have, I do, and I still have my old parents reaching out to me um, because things are not going well um, in my old classroom. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I had that tugging at me. Um, and then, you know, just the the uncertainty of, you know, like I'm it's still regardless of whatever, a business. Um, and so, you know, you still have to sustain um living in a society. So making sure I'm able to sustain and I'm um, making sure that my children didn't miss a beat or feel um those things so it's just a lot because even my kids are now home and they're not used to that so they're unlearning and I'm unlearning and I've got students who came from school who are unlearning so we spent this last month honestly we played a whole lot and just gave ourselves space and opportunity to just connect and build our community and grow um socially and emotionally and so it it was just a world of of things like a hodgepodge of things all at once
0: so much oh yeah because you and your kids have a whole new um yeah a whole new program and you're you're de-programming you're de-schooling you're unlearning I think um yeah that that all of those things about what it means to be in a learning community with other people mm-hmm. um And that is one thing that's so different about a group learning community where you're not focused on certain metrics or you don't have these um, parameters kind of weighing over your head. Like uh, you can actually take the time to use the first month to connect and to build trust and to get to know each other. And it doesn't have to happen in two days on one worksheet where you guys all filled out your <laughs> favorite color and <laughs> what you like to do in the summer, <laughs> like whatever, you know, sometimes we do it in, in conventional school, but it can feel so forced where you mm-hmm. probably, do you, have you noticed a different depth to the relationships that you're building in this first I do week?
1: notice a different depth, but I will say, even when I was in public school, I definitely was a rebel. Yeah, you were. You were like ahead <laughs> of the curve on all this stuff. Definitely didn't care. <laughs> so I did a lot of things that I necessarily probably shouldn't have done, so to speak. Um, so, but I do, I've always felt like my learners were my. Children, But it does feel like a family, you know, there's just a level of comfortability that we have. Um, It feels like one big family. It feels like a family. Um, And it feels comfortable and it feels safe. And I don't have that worry like, oh, I might get in trouble or oh, you know, a staff member or a parent may perceive this as something, you know, different that it's not. Um, it, it feels safe to to have that death of relationship and not have to worry. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I know like I used to get really bothered by workplaces or school settings that would say things like we're a family because there was no way you could be a family, right? With this hierarchical, hierarchical power structure in place that mm-hmm. keeps one group of people oppressed and the other group of people in control and in power. I mean, I guess that's how some families run, but to me, a family is about the love and the connection. And I've found mm-hmm. myself saying that again about our, our learning environment. And, and I catch myself cause I don't really always want to say it, but I do actually feel very differently like that. It is more like a family because we truly get to know each other and we are there to take care of each other and learn how to take care of ourselves through that process? I think um, mm-hmm. I'm learning how to take care of I'm you know I'm like you said unlearning I'm deprogramming the ways I I ignored my needs and now I'm learning how to take care of my needs and I'm doing that through like the reflection of meeting other people's needs um, mm-hmm. in a way that you would in a family. Obviously there's still limitations. We're not really a family, but um yeah, I, I hear that deeply. Did it feel did it did you get any feelings when you like started seeing the back to school pictures or like you know, like maybe maybe like, some of the
1: target teacher deals? Did you feel yeah. a little bit like <laughs> I did. I felt like um especially for for my kids, I don't want them to feel like they're missing something, like they're missing out on something and not just my own children, but even the children that are, you know, entrusted in my care. I don't want them to feel like they're missing something, but I had to be, and I still have to be really intentional about the things that I choose to do so that I don't fall back into that kind of just rote memorization of, you know, just implementing school at home or in the home space. Um, But I did feel like, oh man, I missed that. Or, oh, wow, I remember, you know, when you would take your back to school picture or shopping in the aisles, looking for (laughs) the flare (laughs) pins and gel (laughs) pins, you know? And I'm like, it just looks different. The materials that I purchased look different now. And it's okay. It's okay that it's different and it will create its own story And I, I am looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome.
0: Have your kids mentioned anything? Like, are they, did they feel left out or behind or like you've said the things that you were kind of fearing they might feel? So
1: I have um, my, I have one that's in college and then I have a high schooler and Um, She is honestly struggling, but I mean, she spent a large majority of her time in public school. Um, And so I think there's a little bit of dissonance for her where she recognizes that she has a freedom that she knows that she would not have um, in a public school space. But there's still like you know, I have friends who are there and they're saying, oh, they did this or, oh, they're going to participate in that. And so she struggles a little bit with those ideals. Um, And we talk a little bit about like romanticizing um, things because we think that it's going to be one way. And then when we get there, it's not. So she kind of goes back and forth with that a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I also have like, my 10 year old niece who lives with us and she is like I'm all for it you know (laughs) she's like I found my holy grail like um you mean I get to actually like play and be free and talk and move and no one's telling me to sit down and no one's fussing at me she's highly sensitive and so you know sometimes being you know redirected in some of the ways that you're redirected in those large group spaces she really struggled with that and so she kind of gets the freedom to be herself and so she's like whatever I'm you know I'm 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 locked in I'm ready for this um but there's differences in age and expose exposure and time um in those spaces so I think that makes a huge difference
0: mm mm-hmm. Do you have others in your learning community who came to you
1: um, from already alternative spaces or who were already? I have one that was already home um, and she loves this space um, because we are in such an odd area um, (laughs) where I live. Uh, I don't know another way to explain it. It's a very small military town that is probably like 30 years behind the time (laughs) (laughs) Um, and there are no charter schools here okay there is one private school two there's one catholic school and then one private school and really they're not here they're in another town that's in the county um so but even like the overall like metro area there's there's one charter total and like three private schools so most people go Um, to public school, and uh, another pod opened recently um, because a lot of families, their alternate was to put their kids online, Um, and so another pod opened where they put their kids, you know, they specifically work with students who go to online Mm -hmm. um, school. Um, So um, it's just an odd area, so we don't have a lot of, there are tons of homeschool families I'm um, here, but they kind of just live in their own like little, little bubble. <laughs> they don't need quick learning. Yep. Yeah, because there is just there hasn't been anything. Um, and so kind of like when I'm, I'm kind of like in a hot seat right now because some way some I don't know. I haven't put it out there like that. To be honest, I haven't marketing, haven't done marketing that well because I just didn't know where this was going to go for me. Um. But I'm getting like lots of people pop up um, all of a sudden who are like, I've been looking for something Mm -hmm. like this. I didn't know this existed. So um, I have one and she loves this because there wasn't, you know, necessarily anywhere before. So. Yeah. And I'm I'm happy for her (laughs) and I'm happy that I met her her mom truly, because she has been such a blessing, um, to our space.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. What, um, already feels different about like, so did you start about the same time
1: that public schools start by you? I started a week later and, um, I started a week after they did. Yeah. They started August 1st. I know, this is a learning curve for me and a learning experience. I will never start that early again (laughs) ever. Um, And, you know, I have to, I have to enact more firm boundaries. Like either this is a good fit for you or it's not, here's what I'm offering. You know, either this fits what you're looking for or it doesn't. And that's something that I'm, you know, I'm working on, but I feel like um, for everyone involved, September would probably be a better place to kind of start, um, -hmm. because I feel like, you know, we'll all be in a better headspace at that point. Um, and honestly, yeah, we,
0: we did the same thing. And and I think the first couple of years, even we were, we ourselves, um, as the founders of the facility and, um, main facilitators, uh, felt really schoolish still. And we also felt this almost desperation for the families who were just leaving school environments to Mm -hmm. make it feel like school for them. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. such a leap off a cliff. Um, Mm -hmm. But now that we've realized like who we really are and how to um, relate, you know, how to translate that back to families and, and explain who we are, we can hold those boundaries a little bit firmer. When I moved to the state, there was a um, state law that schools couldn't start before Labor Day because so many families here are involved with farming and tourism, and those industries really needed their kids home through August um, to help with their family businesses. I think that's what I've heard, at least, is the history of that law. And the year we moved here, it changed. And so schools slowly have crept up from starting after Labor Day. Um, this year was the earliest I'd ever heard of schools starting here. Some of them started as early as August 16th. Uh, the public schools started a week later than that or a week and a half later than that, something like that. Um, and I, you know, there's always questions like, should we just start earlier? Is it easier? And then that week they had to cancel a day for um, heat because it was too hot and not all the schools have air conditioning air conditioning and then they also had to cancel a day because we had these crazy thunderstorms and power outages and i was like well what was the you know like and also like just capturing these last days of summer and um and you know maybe we'll one day like not have a a summer if we get to a pace of life where we can run through the summer and and also Mm -hmm. you know not feel like we need to have that break but um it's just so great to like have and so that means my own kids, for instance, have had two weeks at least um three for the earliest school um that some of their neighborhood friends have been in school, and they haven't, and it's been really nice that they're just like, <laughs> like we're all using this as like decompression time before we return to group learning because. Um, I don't have the same like heaviness of the Sunday scaries as I did when I was in a conventional school setting but I definitely still have a little bit of like knowing that my life is going to look very different next week yeah. and like <laughs> how do I like prepare for it and hold on to this and stay present in this moment and it's a tricky balance sometimes it is yeah um any last thoughts before we get off this was um Sometimes talking to you goes so fast that
1: I like, don't even realize the time has passed. <laughs> oh, no, like you said, I'm just, you know, I'm kind of in that same space. We're just taking it slow day by day. I am just doing my best to keep on learning. I think I, I even had that conversation with our learners yesterday that we're in a constant state of evolution. We're always growing. Um, and we are never too old or too uh tall to um, stop growing we're always evolving um creating a new us um and that's just what I'm hoping for to, to keep keep that in my mind as I take this journey um it's it's been different different in a good way though <laughs> and I'm so grateful um, cause I didn't think I would or could, um, I didn't, I knew I wanted to, and I, you know, had set in, in motion to do so, but to see it come into fruition, um, it's just something very beautiful, um, about that. And I have a lot of gratitude, um, and I'm excited that I get to share it with you, um, and with people who are rooting me on, um, in any way so I'm I'm very grateful to even be able to talk to you about it
0: oh well thank you I'm so grateful that you want to come talk to us about it and I I love that you described yourself earlier as a rebel educator because I think that's how a lot of us feel <laughs> we're still in the system and then we're like oh wait I could just leave and and I think <laughs> that's the hard thing that has been one of the hard parts of me leaving school and the system behind is like That feeling, sometimes I get a feeling of like, oh, did I abandon, like I could have continued to help create change from within, but that wasn't the role for me and it was too stressful for me. And I'm really grateful for the people who are there creating change from within. But in in my belief, I also believe that we need to start creating something new because Mm -hmm. um, the School system as it was created not that long ago you know a couple hundred years ago at the very beginning is we have totally different needs in society now and different you know I think even more so with the coming generations their values are Mm so different because (laughs) they're wondering if there's even going to be a world for capitalism to exist in by the time they're adults right (laughs) like it's literally on fire around them um And so, yeah, their concern isn't like, what am I going to be when I grow up? It's like, what's the world going to look like when I grow up? And so I think that alone is creating so much change and and requirement for that deprogramming and and really like genuine and authentic thought about how we could share community with each other. And I just love, I love your school. I love your school's name. I know it's not a school and I sometimes use that word too much still. Me too. Four (laughs) years of deprogramming, I can't. (laughs) the school, the word school, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, well, thank you for coming on Latoya. Um, tell us again, where to find you and your learning
1: community, your pod. You can find us on Instagram at the community school, same name on Facebook. You can also find me on raising resilience, it's raising underscore, underscore resilience. I haven't been posting there much, but I will be back to it. Um, because that is still my mission is to get people to recognize that children are humans too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you can find yeah. me at either one of those places sharing my journey.
0: I hadn't noticed I've been kind of Uh, spotty on social media this summer, but I hadn't noticed until you posted recently saying I haven't been here. Uh, But I just I do love going. You have so many good posts from the past that I go back and look at those still and don't realize that they're old, but they're still really applicable. And so I highly recommend all of you listeners to check out Latoya and the work that she's doing um, because it just shows what is all possible. So thank you for joining me, LaToya, and uh, sharing your back-to-school season thoughts.
1: Thank you. Have a
0: good day. Bye. You
1: too. Bye.